This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today on CityCast Madison. Welcome back from Thanksgiving, y'all. Also, shout out to all of you with young kids in your life. Congratulations for successfully wrangling them to be present for another holiday. And if you didn't, congrats simply on surviving. Now that Thanksgiving's passed, kids start to think about what they might get as gifts this holiday. Have you considered prioritizing presents over presents? One Madison online writer says you might consider giving out experiences over material things this season. Aaron Seligman publishes the website Macaroni Kid Madison. He joins us with a roundup of best local holiday gift ideas for the kids in your life. It's Monday, November 27th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Aaron, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, indeed. I'm excited to talk some fun, joyous things. The holiday season is upon us. It's a joyous time, especially for kiddos, young and old. You're a dad. So what did your kids love to do when they were, like, really young? So they're, they're four and seven right now. And I will credit, you know, the movie Frozen with, hey, Elsa and Anna are two girls who play in the snow and aren't afraid of the cold. And my girls have definitely, like, uh, I think embodied some of that. So, you know, sledding at overkill, that kind of stuff in the snow. They also love, once the lake freezes, kind of walking along the shoreline. Along Monona is pretty fun because you can, like, explore different scenes and if there's an open patch of ice you can sort of penguin yourself and slide across and just kind of it's a just a really cool like different perspective on the city and where you are and you're like in nature but you're also you know 10 feet from a road kind of thing so you just brought up Ulbrich hill what's that hill like like what what's the vibe is it is it intense you know what's going on so like i mean elver on the west side is is pretty epic like it's huge it is amazing just the size and scale of it on the east side Ulbrich is there's one kind of steep part on one side but then it kind of slopes both down and then also gradually as you go like down the hill kind of laterally so the kids who maybe aren't ready for like a big steep part you can literally like work your way up to the bigger parts of the hill so I think that there's it allows more like as kids grow and as if they want to try it on their own or they want to just do, you know, a 30 yard kind of thing. Like you can do all parts of that. And the way they've rebuilt it now, it's also a lot safer that there's um, it's going to be all grass and not sort of a road at the bottom. And then again, that you can walk right out to the lake once it's frozen and kind of explore along there. And there's like a woodsy path along the lake too. Oh, so there a lot of bang for your non buck. <laughs> Because you don't have to pay <laughs> to go, right? And and you don't have to pay, right? And uh, I also love that it's it's close to the Garver feed mill uh, in Oprah Garden. So if you want to make like a whole kind of day adventure, you could 
go explore the indoor part at Ulbrich. You could walk over to Garver and there's like a coffee shop there that has hot chocolate or Ian's pizza. So you can uh, kind of em- embellish it in other ways. Yeah, I feel like it's really key to be able to get hot chocolate. Like, I don't really want to be outside without hot chocolate. So that's a good thing. <laughs> right. It's like the, it's the equivalent of ice cream in the summer that my kids will pretty much do any activity if there is a promise that ice cream will be had at somewhere along the way. So I remember as a kid, my parents used to try to expose me to um, cultural things like American Players Theater out in Spring Ridge. This is when I was a little older. And there was a sports bar, which I think recently closed, that rookies along the way in Black Earth. And it had like a wiffle ball baseball field in the back. And it had, you know, burgers and big onion rings. And there was a, another ice cream shop kind of along the way. And so, okay, I'll be exposed to Shakespeare or some other kind of play. And we get to play wiffle ball and... And get onion rings. Get a big burger with and fries and onion rings. Yeah, and the like... So the food is is a good, uh, not a bribe, but a good incentive to kind of enhance the experience. Yeah. Where's the best ice skating in town? (laughs) So I grew up on the east side of Madison, and I am an outdoor purist. Like, I would say Kenny Park, the outdoor lagoon. I know folks, some of the, like, smaller rinks and the things with the, you know, other music and stuff going on right there, but I just love the sort of wide open space you know if you're learning to skate they have the little um like carts and things you can hold and push around but there's also they have the warming shelter there with with snacks and stuff but i just love that you can rent there and again that there's just like plenty of space you're not feeling like you're crashing into somebody or somebody who's really good and wants to take off for this folks playing hockey that there's just like enough space for all that so tenny uh and violet wow. you know so I haven't been to Tenney Park. I'm embarrassed to say because there's absolutely no reason. And so I love hearing you say you're an outdoor purist. <laughs> that really, um, that's a beautiful thing. But I, I loved as a kid, like getting out there and I was never very good. But ice skating was like definitely one of my favorite activities. But Madison, yeah, this is a time of year where there's a lot of opportunity to do things that include lessons I guess you could say or like kind of teachings around how to be a good person or that sort of thing it's a joyous time and there are different ways to approach the holiday season right it's kind of hard to get away from the holiday gift giving extravaganza like that is you know kids can smell it it's unavoidable and there's a lot of different ways you can give gifts and one way is through experiences. And that's something that you really, you know, tap down on on your website. Obviously, giving presents and that sort of thing is a, a beautiful thing if you can do it. But you also don't have to purchase something to have a gift giving experience. I think broadly, there is research showing that kids value and people generally value experiences more than stuff. Like there's that that moment of, oh, I got that new thing. But in terms of what's going to stick and what's going to be memorable in your life it's going to be those experiences so that's sort of the, the premise and then personally it also just sort of tracks with with my own uh perspective that uh, my family's jewish i grew up not celebrating christmas and so not just because like hanukkah's eight days and hanukkah gets sort of blown into a bigger thing because it happens to usually fall around december but i never had that sort of this one morning one, one moment of like opening tons of presents and i i don't feel like i i don't feel like i missed something because of that i actually feel like i got to appreciate more of 
the whole season. And I, and I do really like the kind of holiday season. Like you said, people are joyous, they're happy, there's lots of fun events and things. And so rather than that pressure of finding the perfect gift, like to step back and say, hey, wait a minute, if these are things that we like is eating together, the special foods, the special lights, the special bent, let's, let's do more of that. And we don't have to separate that from the, the gift part. So yeah, so finding uh, a couple of different kinds of experiences to, to give to folks. And I certainly have some ideas of what that can look like. Yeah, I definitely want to hear them. You know, we've talked about ice skating and sledding. What other experiences do you have? Yeah, so I'll get kind of maybe like three or four categories. I would say one are the just like concrete, it's still a gift you're going to give of, you know, tickets to something. Um, whether it's, you know, if you're into shows, obviously like Overture and Children's Theater of Madison and even a lot of community theaters. So there's shows, there's sports, you know, there's the bigger tickets like, Badger football or uh, Bucks games or something, but there's also some of the non-revenue sports at UW. There's the Mallards, there's the Radical Frisbee, there's the semi-pro soccer and hockey and those things. And a lot of those are really fun for kids because they have fun promotions and entertainment and other things sort of wrapped up in the game. I think there's also tickets or passes to like, there's, you know, we have a great children's museum here in Madison, Sun Prairie and Black Earth also have those. There's a lot of um, open gym kind of places. There's a YMCA, or I know Grando Learning over at Hilldale do kind of parent night out. Those are fun places. And yeah, there's a lot of great ways to be active. There's bouldering. My kids really love the trampoline parks. There's the Sky Zone and Urban Air. And there's a really cool, uh, relatively new one, the Sensory Zone over on the north side has wait 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 i need more of that because first of all i've never been to a trampoline park this is activating my inner child and i want this for every child <laughs> and wait what is this you said it has visual you know can you can you talk more about that they have like a kind of gym it's some trampoline stuff but they also have um it's, it's built for kids who are like neurodivergent and kind of all backgrounds and and what kids are into they have a really cool like littler kid play area they have some other you can go and like make your own sensory kit or calming jar. They have a lot of fun kind of special events. Uh, they also have like a chill space for parents to hang out. Sold. <laughs> yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And then the, the trampoline parks, I mean, they do have, you know, adult, they have like dodgeball on trampolines. They have, um, but they also do like toddler times on Sunday mornings and, and, you know, there's other ways you can be active at, I mean, we talked about ice skating, but there's also a couple of kind of indoor uh, swimming places. If you're missing that kind of summer vibe. Yeah. What, what are some of those indoor swimming places? So one of the ones that, and I don't know if I, I guess I, I, I should say this because, it, but I don't want it to be too crowded for myself is, uh, you know, MSCR runs at, Lapham Elementary on Friday nights. It's like open family swim. It's a super warm pool and it's like a couple bucks a person and you can go. It's from like 4.30 to 7.30 and you drop in, you swim, you splash around. Yeah. And I saw you wrote about like ideas for lessons. You could give the gift of, you know, lessons. Yeah. So MSCR, the, the Madison School Rec Department has you know really affordable classes, and I think their registration opens December fourth. So those are again are, are fun things because then it's something to look forward to. And summer ones you can do with a kid, and they have some special events. There's also 
like cooking classes. A lot of the art kind of places will do either special events for a crafting kind of project like Monroe Street Arts or there's the Curious Crafter on the east side. And again, they're not that expensive to just pop in and, and make a cool thing that you get to take home. There's also uh, a lot of the, honestly, a lot of our libraries have drop-in art studios and places and um, really, or even some cooking events where you, yeah. Like a drop-in art studio, like clay or, or you know, or like sort of like watercolors. Some of it's, it's both, it's things like that. There was like a build your own little lantern-y thing. The, there's a whole bubbler studio in the lower level, like at the central library. I know a couple of them have done just like have maker spaces where you can really kind of go nuts and, and do your own thing. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Is there anything you've definitely regretted giving as a gift? (laughs) I think, I mean, there's certain like giant balloons or decoration things that like have sort of stuck in our house that are were really fun when we first got them and then the kids don't want to let go of them but like they're still here you know like i think a (laughs) big bucket of slime or you know making slime or something that like was really fun when they first saw it and then really messy every other time the glitter effect like are they like stuck on your walls (laughs) glitter effect yeah Right, that it's stuck, and you know, every once in a while they'll like look around. Oh, we should take that out. I'm like, ah, like, I know you like it, but the the amount of joy you get from it versus the amount of time it will take to prep and clean up from it, it's just a, not in the same balance as maybe some of their other things or experiences. Yeah, I feel like that's a good segue to talk about parents because you know. What would you recommend um, something special to do for any exhausted parent, fr- parents or, or friends that need something special? So one, one idea would be to, yeah, it would be to like take their kids to a thing or, um, and again, it doesn't have to be some, some really expensive or elaborate thing. I know one of the things as a parent can always be tricky is if you have a thing that's like at a specific time can can be great. It can also be tricky sometimes if it's like, oh, getting out the door, getting there on time and figuring out all that. So picking some sort of kind of embellished things of like, hey, we'll take your kids to the indoor winter market for a morning. We'll take them to the children's museum. Um, for my kids, like they still take baths usually. So on State Street, there's like the soap shop. So pick out a special bath bomb. So get something nice for the parents to you know be a little indulgent there and so like everybody wins and then bath night that night is a special treat even though it wasn't like or you know take the kids with you to go pick out the special bath thing and get something for for the parents there's also a couple of restaurants that i really like that i think have that are both like good food and have space for like wiggly kids 
So getting them, you know, whether it's a gift card to go there or, or again, you know, kind of taking the kids there, I think can be fun. Do any of those restaurants like pop out in your mind? Sure. So I think Yola's Cafe on the west side has a really nice kind of breakfasty brunch spot. And then they have like a little play area. Same with Madison Sourdough on Willie Street. Java Cat kind of on the north east side has like a play area and again, really good like food and, and drinks. The chocolate shop in Fitchburg has like a whole play area with like a pretend ice cream shop. And we went there once with a with another family and it was like we had a babysitter. Like we could just be sat for an hour having a nice conversation with the other parents and all the kids were just completely occupied playing there. Those are so many good ideas that you've given us for holiday experiences. Give, just the idea of giving an experience as a gift is really beautiful. Uh, before we go, can I ask you, like, how do you personally approach helping your kids think about gift giving and, and caring for others? So one of the nice things, honestly, about Hanukkah is that because we have sort of eight nights of it, you can kind of have different, like, themes for each. So whatever your holiday is, whatever your gift is, you know, like, we can say, okay, tonight we're going to give a gift to, you know, you're going to get one for your sister tonight. You know, the next night is we're going to do something. We're going to donate to some community organization. The next night is, you know, something else. Like you could do that way. And so just pick different categories. But it's also important, like my, my daughter goes to the preschool at the YMCA and they have like a giving tree where, you know, you pick up a, a, a thing and that you're going to give to somebody else and pick up their gifts. And so to just talk about like, hey, isn't it nice that we can get each other things? Can you imagine if, if we couldn't? Or, you know, how do you feel when you get something? Like, what do you think some other kid would think or want? So recognizing some of the privileges or some of the benefits that you have and being aware that not everybody's in that same situation, I think, can be really nice. The last thing I would say is, well, I guess two things. One is, you know, taking pictures and and, you know, Things of the experiences, like getting kids, whether it's a, a journal or we've made like a photo book after the experience can be another fun way to say, you know, hey, you're going to do this thing. And again, the thing itself doesn't have to be super elaborate, but we're going to pick out the special snack and popcorn for that movie night, or we're going to go on this hike and then we're going to make a photo book afterwards with pictures of it. So then like literally you will be able to remember it or we've picked up a special journal uh, that you're going to get to write in to you know, share how you felt and, and what you saw. Um, so I think there's lots of cool ways to kind of really make those experiences special, even if you sort of on paper, they might not seem like the most exotic or elaborate thing. And of course, you know, check out our site when you want to look for something to do. Aaron, this has been so beautiful. I really appreciate you giving us so many good ideas and, and ways to approach the holiday season. All right. Thank you. That's Aaron Seligman, publisher of the website Macaroni Kid Madison. If you want to check out Aaron's gift guide, it's up on his site, and we've got a link in our show notes. And here's what else Madison's talking about. The spirit of giving. Because tomorrow is Giving Tuesday, the kickoff of the charitable season. There's a host of Madison area nonprofits and causes that would love any donations. So check out our show notes for a list of orgs. 
And also on Tuesday at Madison College South, there's a re-entry service fair, a part of the Journey Home Pilot Initiative with United Way of Dane County. The re-entry fair is dedicated to ongoing support for people returning to the community after prison. This fair focuses on treatment and employment and is open to anyone 18 and over who's involved in the criminal justice system. We've got a link for this too in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this episode with your favorite grown-up kid? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then, take care of your inner child. Ciao.